T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. From the WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. It feels like to me today, what began as a passion has sort of fallen, in, fallen into a chore. Like, I, we don't hear from John well, as much. We don't see you guys out there as much. It's just my perception of it. Is that Well, in, I think inaccurate? your perception yeah. is inaccurate. Yeah. We, we, we suffer as much <laughs> at every loss as we've always suffered. We, we embrace the, the success. Our desire to win another championship. I've got five fingers on my hand, and, and I want For one now, more ring. For now, until these fans get done with <laughs> One <it>. more <laughs> ring. And, and I, I can't wait as a baseball fan for the start of 2024. The 2023 is the past. And I, I can only tell you, and, and you know, this is, you know, Sam will speak for himself, that John and I and, and everybody in the front office is as excited about the future of the Red Sox as we've always been, proud of what we've done, but hungry for more success. Tom Werner on with Ken and Curtis on Saturday. If you haven't heard that, and I know I keep directing you to the Odyssey app for the Gerard Mayo interview. If you haven't heard that and you want to get good and angry, like old school Red Sox angry, check out the Ken and Curtis interview with Tom Werner, who was mild compared to his counterpart, Sam Kennedy. Uh, it's on the Odyssey app. It's free. It's easy. Great interview. A uh, lot of pushback from Werner and Kennedy. It's worth your time. Uh, and we'll give you some of the highlights here on Jones and Mego with Arkan on WEEI. It's hour number two. Arkan, you were on yesterday. People are pissed. Oh, yeah. And they have every right to be. I mean, this is a... I didn't think I didn't think it was possible for the Red Sox to have a worse winter weekend than they had last year, uh, but they managed to do it. I okay. mean, they really managed to have a worse uh, showing than they had last year. So you year. think it was worse, why? Because of this interview or because of the whole experience? Because I read Tamazi, I know you forwarded this, and other people who were there, the booing, they got booed again, if you, yep. if you didn't realize. They got yep. booed again, but it sounds like it wasn't quite quite the teeth gnashing that it was a year ago. So did this interview push you over the line? Yes. <laughs> Got Absolutely. Because uh, last year, at the very least, they were like, hey, listen, we know we weren't good, but we're going to be better and blah, 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 blah. This year, they're like pushing back. They're defiant. Sam Kennedy, who's always been sort of this like front-facing PR guy, who I thought was actually pretty good at that job in the in the years leading up to this. I mean, he's at wit's end calling fans liars. 
saying, I mean, it, it, the whole thing is just unbelievable to me that they, out of one end of their mouth, can say, yeah, we're going to cut more payroll, we're going to be spending less than we did last year, and out of the other end of their mouth say, but anybody who thinks we're not as committed as a liar. Which is just, yeah, I mean, so you're we'll calling play, your entire, it's, it's unbelievable. If people haven't heard that, we're going to play that in a moment. But Sorry, that's what that's yeah. what pushed you Getting over the line. Myself here, okay, yes, so that, absolutely. That's what pushed you over the line, and I get it. And so, you know, how do you feel about the Red Sox and some of this pushback from Werner and Kennedy? They're as committed as ever. I think I know how you feel, uh, but you can jump in, 617-779-7937. Mego, you were telling me before the show, when this is just a good bit of fodder, what are they investing in? This is something that flew under the radar to me. I'll just read you from this WCVB article that came out in December. Uh, Fenway Sports Group, which owns the Red Sox and several prominent individuals from the Boston sports community, were selected over the weekend to continue negotiating with the PGA Tour as that organization works to transition from a nonprofit org to a for-profit company. Of course, they're undergoing a merger with the Live Tour. Good. And That's good. Fenway Sports Group and notably Tom Werner and John Henry are the number one and two investors, according to several different articles, who are looking at, we're talking like in the ballpark of a billion plus dollar. Each. I, I don't know each. Okay. It's really hard to find any specific But the total figures. figure There's is like just, 3.5 billion, correct? Yes. Okay. So, but I don't know. I don't know exactly how much they're putting into that, but I wouldn't think that it's less than what they spend on Liverpool or the Penguins. Okay. So it's like... They're in on the Penguins, they're in on Liverpool, add the PGA Tour and Saudi money, which, good, we talked about this, you know, when the the, the PGA Tour and Liv, they were breaking off from one another. Get ready for American ownership, uh, or I'm sorry, Saudi ownership in American professional sports. Like, get ready for that. And this begins to blur the lines. Another story for another time, but okay. So they're investing in the PGA Tour and Liv Golf, along with everything else they're invested in, and they want to tell you that they're as invested as ever in the Red Sox, which just doesn't make sense. But number two... They're going to take it a step further. Arkan just referenced this. Here is Sam Kennedy to Chris Curtis and uh, Ken Laird yesterday here on WEI, uh, or Saturday, rather. Here's what he had to say. Your point is that these issues come up around lack of focus or it may not be as important. In, it's almost a zero-sum way. And what I mean by that is when you finish last two years in a row, of course those are going to be the questions. We have to acknowledge that and own that. In October of 2021, there was not one bit of discussion Wrong. around lack of focus. Incorrect. Uh, there was no discussion of Liverpool or Wrong. investment in other areas. You know why? Fenway Park was freaking electric. I've never felt Fenway Park Frickin the way it felt for that one-game playoff against the Yankees when Xander took Garrett Cole deep. The place almost came down. Oh, yeah, Xander. I know it was 2021. It's a couple years ago. But why? We were winning baseball games. We're playing in October. When we have two sucky seasons like we've had, these are natural questions. We have to take them. But I can tell you, as a kid who grew up less than a mile from Fenway Park, if you think for one second that we aren't passionate, committed, dedicated to the Boston Red Sox, you're wrong, you're a liar, and I'll correct you on it because it's total BS and we are committed. We're frustrated. We take it personally. It angers us when we don't win and we understand their natural questions. But look back in history. These questions come up when we're not performing at the major league level. We have to perform at the major league level and those questions will go away. But to say that the attention or the commitment or the care isn't there is just flat wrong.
Okay. And we're going to prove it by spending less money on the roster. <laughs> Thank you. So on Friday night, they confirmed they're going to spend less money this year when they didn't even spend that much money a year ago. And on top of that, I'm sorry, the question comes up because you're invested in all these other things. And it's not just uh, in years where you're losing. He's wrong about that. There are plenty of questions all year long in 2021. Maybe we took a month off while the Red Sox were in the playoffs. There was tons of question about their commitment in 2021. There's been tons of questions for like a decade with this ownership group about how committed they are versus 20 years ago when they first got here. And so you can correct it. You can call us a liar. You can do whatever you want. You're wrong. You're a liar. And I'll correct you. Ooh. Those are just big words. Their actions, Arcan's right. They didn't spend in the luxury tax a year ago. Or, uh, I'm sorry, they were under the luxury tax a year ago. They barely dipped in a toe two years ago. This year, their spending's down. So you tell me why. Is it Fenway Corners? Is it your agreement with the PGA Tour uh, that you're working on? Is it Liverpool? Is it the Penguins? Do you just not see baseball as profitable as you used to? There's all these promises that they're going to spend in the future. And they're going to turn these things around. And they're as committed as ever. It's just words. It's just empty, hollow promises. And if you're following the actual actions and the results of this team, it doesn't align. So I think he's just talking a big game. I think they're trying to convey passion. I think they're trying to convey Frickin'. that, yeah, that they're committed. Like, I just, there's emotion there. I think that's all he's trying to convey. I just think it comes up flat. Was freaking electric. It's flat and, you know, it's dorky. And I just, I don't think it comes across the way he thought it would, where he's fiery and bombastic and there's passion. It came across as you're just trying too hard. Yeah, it's insincere because what they're dancing around is we're trying to develop this young core and we don't really want to spend on anything until that young core develops into major league level that we can really see something with. But the question that I would throw back is, why do you have to do that when you're the Red Sox? Why do you have to do that when you're investing billions of dollars all over the place and you're one of the most profitable ownership companies in all of professional sports? Why do you have to wait around for that? Why can't you go out and get some real arms? Well, COVID. Why Did you like that you? excuse? COVID. Oh, my God. Because yeah. nobody else went through yeah. it? Now, the Rangers... Like, no, the, actually, it didn't happen in L.A. The Rangers... Like, what are we doing? The Rangers then? somehow were able to spend their way uh, a few years removed from COVID. But let's blame COVID. That's I mean, well, are so, we not... It's so insincere. Don't want to blame it all on 9-11, but you know. <laughs> I don't want to blame it all on COVID, but it was COVID. It's like, this was pathetic and weaselly, and if you're trying to convey emotion, there's a good way to do it. That would be action, because you and haven't... He, but he also says at the beginning, like, and we have to own it. But you don't own it. No, they you don't. don't. You call us liars. You call anybody who's questioning the process that you're going about waiting to spend money on the team. You just say that we're liars, and you're going to call us out on it. Like, that's not owning it. And the other side of it that I think is more disappointing about this winter weekend is they made a change. They fired Heim Bloom, and now you see it's the same old stuff. So this is the plan they weren't looking to turn a page and actually spend on the team in a meaningful way for this year's roster what they did was just hire a new guy who now they can throw under the bus for everybody this year we were there we had a front row seat to that dodgers parade oh yeah it wasn't wasn't just the dodgers parade. we saw the mets fans blue jays fans all these different you're a liar and i'll correct you on it okay it happened happened. we were there there in their office and i'm sure they looked down and they saw what was going on down on causeway street not on causeway street on uh, lansdowne street i know that they did i know that they saw that and if they were as committed as they used to be, you're a liar they would have saw that and they would have said we're not going to let this happen again you're wrong we are going to get our fans back involved to the point where we're not correct you on going to be having all these other fan bases take over our park every weekend and instead now 
I'm really wondering if this is their new business model. Like, Freaking electric. Okay, like is this is this what you want? Are you are you now trying to sell the Fenway experience to fans of other teams? Because the fans of this team don't care about that anymore. Yeah, not you're if the wrong. team. No, I'm not. Not if the team that you're trotting out there is getting their ass kicked last place every year, and the other uh, team's fans are coming in and taking over. You're a liar. Okay. Guess what? Guess what? They don't. I don't think they care. You got to be. You got to be somewhat competitive in April and May. And just get to the summer when the ballpark's nice and people can come in from all these opposing teams and fill up your ballpark and throw parades and, you know, embarrass the Red Sox while spending goes down and down and down. So how do you feel about all of it? Do you feel any better after winter weekend? Uh, and did you get any answers that you wanted? Of course you didn't. From Tom Werner and Sam Kennedy. We'll play you more coming up. Including, Freaking electric. Including full throttle and context, which I enjoyed, from Tom Werner. Uh, meanwhile, you're going to hear Arcan here in Trending. He's a little bit squeaky today. He claims that he's sick, Mego. Mm. Sam Kennedy, are you buying? Because it was his birthday weekend as well. Sam Kennedy, are you buying that Arcand is sick? You're wrong. You're a liar, and I'll correct you on it. Yeah, I would agree with Sam Kennedy on that. I think I think it was a big birthday weekend for Arcand. Uh, stay tuned here in trending, and we'll get back to the Red Sox. When are they going to start spending again? When are they going to be the Red Sox again? And how do you feel about it? That's right after. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Trending. Remember, you can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEEI. Now, more of Jones and Mako on WEEI. For me, personally, full throttle is that I approach every year um, expecting for us to be competitive and using all the levers at uh, at Craig's disposal and that could be acquiring talent through trades, free agency, uh, building a core, having a stronger pitching staff, um, having a, a stronger coaching staff. I mean we weren't good enough defensively last year so when I was saying full throttle and I admitted that it probably wasn't the most artful uh, words, um, that also applies to my own life and we are accountable to our fans. Uh, we're not happy, as Sam said, for our performance last year, and we expect to be better this year. Tom Warner on Friday night at Red Sox Winter Weekend. That was bad enough. That was 
full throttle in context, which you promised spending. There's been exactly zero of it. In fact, you've trimmed payroll. That also applies to my own life. Yeah, maybe he's scaling back. I mean, COVID was four years ago, so maybe they're scaling back. And don't worry, you'll hear that answer from Sam Kennedy coming up. That was another whopper. Red Sox are still recovering from the recession of the 70s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, Rosie the Riveter and the Red Sox are still, you know, saving up cash. But so when it comes to... <laughs> they do have a victory garden. <laughs> when it comes to on that... the roof of Fenway. That interview yesterday, on, or I keep saying yesterday, on Saturday rather, with Ken and Curtis, really, really took it to new lows. Because Friday, the boos by all accounts seemed mild. They were still getting booed, and like now it's like a yearly tradition. It's Gary Bettman with the cup. Red Sox fans are going to boo ownership until they turn things around. Which, fine, winter weekend, some of them, not all of them, because I didn't see John Henry this weekend. I didn't see some of the players. Rafi Devers wasn't there. I don't believe Kenley Jansen was there. So some people in the organization have thick skin. Others, not so much. Or, you know, at least want to come off as they have thick skin. Uh, they don't actually have it. Trichette <laughs> says the big dig really set us back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I thought Friday didn't go great. But Saturday, Arkan, this interview, it went that much worse. And it took a turn. And finger-wagging people with, like, fake passion about, oh, yeah, you're a liar. How dare you? When they're telling us, they told us, they told us they're spending less. How can you compete? How can you compete if you're not going to spend in that sport? Above all sports, yeah. how are you going to do it? Especially considering that they were top five, top three, and even top in the entire league every year they won the World Series. Yeah. Like, in I 2018, mean, they were the number one yeah. spending team and they won the World Series. Oh my God, what a coincidence. Wow. And listen, they're right that you don't get a trophy for spending the most money, but Texas was top five. You know, you got you to gotta go back and, and really look and see what these teams that made, you know, no money or really weren't spending won anything. And it's just, it's so annoying too because to have the opinion that the front office and ownership isn't as committed is an opinion. That's not something that makes you a liar. You're a liar when you say something like, we're as committed as ever, and also we're spending less money. That makes you a liar. So you're a liar. <laughs> that, no, one's, no one who has the opinion of things don't look the way that they used to is lying. That's your opinion. You can't you can't say that that's a lie. If you state a fact that you know is wrong, then you're lying. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. I mean, the financial commitment to me is a major, major red flag. Of course it is. How'd you win in 2004? How'd you win in 2018? How'd you win in 2007? I mean, look, players coming up from the minor leagues and supplementing it were a big part of all of the championships outside of probably 04. You know, I mean, most of that core, I mean, big particulars were bought. Okay, not all of them, but big particulars were bought. So maybe that one was, uh, you know, the best example. The farm system is always important. It's important in that sport. You got to develop. That's fine. But what would I rather have them do? I'd rather have them spend than keep telling us about next year and the year after that and the year after that. And so I didn't think winter weekend went great. Arcan, you didn't. Mego, you didn't. Don't tell that to Tom Karen over at Nesson. Uh, here's his tweet. Great couple of days at winter weekend. <laughs> yeah, no, that was awesome. Banner moment for the organization. Good chance to ask questions that needed to be asked. Yes, we did, he said. Driving home from Springfield, I kept coming back to one thing. Sign Jordan Montgomery and this whole offseason will feel a lot different. Improve the odds, win back some fans. Does anybody think they're going to do that? Also, no. who wanted Yamamoto or Shohei Otani? Yeah, so like, right. Jordan let's, Montgomery. No, no, no. You can't have, I mean, they told Ken and Curtis, we're not going to play you this. They told Ken and Curtis they weren't even in on Otani. They weren't even in. They didn't no, even no, think no. about it. They were like, he's going to change 
that organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they weren't even <laughs> in on Otani. Gener- generational player for everyone else. And not everything aligned with Yamamoto. I think they were in on Yamamoto until they saw the actual price tag, and then they were out, which I think is where the full throttle comment yeah, with Tom what? Werner like, came from. I drive from. by some houses that I'm in on yeah. in Wellesley. Right. It just doesn't mean that I'm placing a yeah. bid. My fantasy football auction. You know how many guys I'm quote-unquote in on, and then I back out because of the bidding? Great. So Jordan Montgomery, I don't think, would change anything, but is anybody really holding their breath for that? No. Do people think they're going to go out and spend on a big-ticket item? Of course not. They told you they're going to spend less, and they told you it's about the farm system, and it's about the right time to spend on a player. They told you this over and over and over again. Here's Tom Werner on the spending, which uh, I would disagree with this. He seems to feel is uh, is overrated. It's not all that important. Here's Tom Werner again with Ken and Curtis yesterday here on WEI. If you look at who won the World Series the last five years, um, the team with the highest payroll didn't win. Last year, the team with the highest three payrolls didn't even get to postseason. Um, so the correlation is, is not particularly strong. That doesn't mean, by the way, that at the appropriate time we won't go out and spend a lot of money for a, a star player. You know, we did it for Trevor Story. Uh, we obviously did it to extend Rafi Devers for 10 or 11 years. And so we're, we're, we have the resources to do it. But uh, I would just caution people that, you know, the, the key to any success is a bunch of things, including luck. But I think you've got to start with homegrown talent. That has always been the key to our success. Okay. I think so, no, now they're unlucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, a big part of no, it. No, I think spending. And I just, fine. So the three top payrolls, I in fact check them on this. The three top payrolls didn't even make the playoffs. Uh, the Rangers were top five, as Arkan said. That's Yankees, Padres. And they won, about that, they yeah. won the World Series, okay? And, like, what I would say about those teams are they were pathetic. Then those teams were pathetic. They spent all that money, and they didn't do a good job. And so it's not a guarantee. No one said it's a guarantee. But it is an indication. And when you went from number one in spending in 2018 to outside the top 10, and you went from winning the World Series to still making the playoffs to now missing it entirely and being last place, there is a correlation to that. There's a direct correlation to your spending. When you spend, you succeed. When you don't, you don't. And so in Boston, forget about the rest of baseball. What the Yankees did in the Padres, pathetic, pathetic. The Mets, they did a poor job. It's not a guarantee, but I like their approach a hell of a lot better than yours. Yeah, and I just hate the... The argument there that spending can't say solve some of your problems. Like, I'm not saying that you have to go out and be the Padres, what they did last offseason, because obviously that didn't work, or be crazy like the Mets. I mean, it would be fun to cover at this point of year. But I'm not saying you have to do that, or even the Dodgers and the way that they are flexing their different and deferring payments and everything. But to pretend, to sit there and pretend like, you can't even look at spending in a serious way because it's not just not it's you look at what everybody else anyone else who spends a lot of money they don't even make it to the off season so actually we're smart for not spending money that's what we are we're smart we're doing it through our farm system and it's like we've been sitting through 4 years of the farm system bridge teams what are what are the odds their farm system hits you go through this all the time. How many of these prospects actually 50, 50. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're come pro- out in a serious way? You're lucky if one of Meyer, Teal, Roman Anthony, like you're lucky if one of those guys is a superstar. Like you're lucky if one of those guys is a superstar. What's most likely is, you know, one's pretty good. The others are busts. And your farm system is not all that different than the other ones. You know, you have more prospects. So maybe you have a higher degree, uh, a higher likelihood of hitting on a couple of guys. And certainly teams have done it. The Astros have done it. The Cubs have done it. 
um, you know, teams will build through the farm system. I'm not telling you they won't, but you should be able to do both. And if you don't want to trade all your prospects, fine. I disagree with you. I'd cash in the prospect ticket more than most. Okay. I would push that envelope more than most. The beauty of the Red Sox is you should do both. You have your farm system. You can also spend, and you can supplement at the major league level in and the they, meantime. But that's what he said. He said that they spent on Trevor Story and they spent on on Rafael Devers, and it's like that's that's two guys yeah. over the last four years. Yeah, and who's your guy this year? Fine. So you spent on Story two years ago, and you just shed and Chris Sale's payroll. I don't really think you spent, by the way, on Story. I think you saved on Bogarts. Is how I would phrase exactly. that. But fine, you spent on Devers. We'll all give you that. Who's your guy this year? Okay, fine. Two years ago, you spent on a guy. Last year, you spent on a guy. This year, who are you spending on? And so just don't tell me that's as committed as ever and stop selling the farm system thing because I, I don't buy it, and that's not what I want the Red Sox to be. A bunch of things, that's what, including luck. That's what the Royals need to be. Yeah, right. No, you just need the bounce of a baseball. Just luck. That, that's why you weren't a playoff team last year. And the luck. Rangers spent. I mean, they got Nathan Avaldi, They got Jake DeGrom, uh, John Gray two years ago. They got Corey Seager to a big contract. Like They've been out there trying to make this happen. They're not top 10 because they were low before then, but they've been spending like a big market team. You're not. You're cutting pay payroll there's a huge difference and that's how you win world series it's just the way it works in major league baseball so how do you feel about the red sox and their approach you can jump in 617-779-7937 if you think they're less committed you're a liar according to sam kennedy uh you need luck according to tom werner i mean forget about spending money it's just all about luck is what it's about luck so you can jump in again 617 like the horoscopes have not been lining up it's <laughs> very tough for us we still haven't recovered from the great molasses flood <laughs> yeah right uh, no, so speaking of that, and you guys can jump in on the phones with all your thoughts on the Red Sox ownership's approach and winter weekend, which, again, seemed like it went swimmingly well for the second year in a row. Uh, according to Tom Car- uh, Karen, rather, it went great. Uh, let's hear another excuse. You need luck. That's number one. Uh, what else are the Red Sox still dealing with, Sam Kennedy? Without question. And, again, our fans don't necessarily want to hear about the business of baseball. They want to hear about the baseball and, and who's going to be on the club and what the expectations are. But... You know, it, it, look, the impact of the pandemic, the impact of um, a more difficult environment with respect to television rights, and you see what's going on, you see what's happened in the radio industry. Um, the sports business fault? has been uh, <laughs> under pressure, but in no way um, does that uh, make any excuses for the performance or lack thereof that we've had on the field three out of the last four years. Finishing in last place is not acceptable to the guy sitting to my right. It's not acceptable to John Henry nor anyone in the Fenway yeah. Sports Group partnership. So we need to fix things. We need to make sure we're, we're building this growing young core of players that is going to lead us to that next great Red Sox team. And we will. We will be active and engaged in free agency and bringing in star players from the outside. We didn't match up this offseason on sort of those tour really big ticket items and, and we own that that's on us it was not for a lack of trying um, we did stay disciplined we went to our our threshold we didn't get there uh, but you've heard from Craig Breslow he has a plan we're very confident in him and excited about the 2024 club okay so they didn't they didn't align they were in on big ticket guys they just didn't align they that's went to their threshold but they're disciplined yeah but also spending's dumb so I don't get it. Were you in or were you not? Is spending smart? Is it dumb? Is it going to align? Are you going to do it? If it's dumb now, why isn't it dumb in the future? Why will you do it? Like, none of that makes sense. None of it. So it's all nonsense. It's all talking in circles. Gobbledygook. It is. And blaming COVID, the business of baseball, okay? And they blamed us. Where'd you? Well, true. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's not pay attention to the business baseball. of radio. Baseball. <laughs> I want to hear about. Okay. Why? What's wrong with the business of radio? So where'd you get your money for Fenway Corners? 
Where'd you get your money to get involved in the PGA Tour? Where'd you get, what year did they buy the Penguins? Can somebody fact check me on that? Was that pre or post COVID? Where'd you get that money? Oh, I thought it was the business of baseball. I thought, I thought business was bad. I thought you guys didn't have any money. I think you were blaming COVID for not having any money. Where'd you get money for the Penguins? 2021. Thank you. Where'd you get money for to invest in the PGA Tour, like Mega was telling you about earlier this hour? Okay. You know, where you can go to work with the Saudis. That's not baseball money. No. That's, that's other stuff. Yeah, money. that's couch money. That's mailbox money, like that Shep says. That was affected by COVID. Okay, that's, that's mailbox money, like Shep. <laughs> I wish I had mailbox money. So, like, where, where'd you get that money? Where that, that, that just popped up? Where'd you get all the money to invest in Fenway Corners? Where'd that come from? I thought, co- I thought you didn't have any money because of COVID. So you can invest in all those other things. You can't invest in the Red Sox, but you're as committed as ever? Nonsense. Big time nonsense. 617-779-7937. Let's go to the phones. Matt's in Warwick. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, guys, just want to comment quickly. So they were fortunate enough in, in the, you know, 2016, 2017, 2018, when they hit on Mookie and Xander and Benintendi and Vasquez and Erod, they brought all those guys up. And the difference is they didn't bring them back. They let them walk. When you look at teams like the Astros and the Braves, they re-sign these guys that they've brought up through their system. And this team has decided to let everyone walk and not spend anywhere else. Yeah, like, I mean, and Atlanta's done it proactively. I mean, they signed Acuna very, very early. They've done that with other players as well. So those would be prominent examples. But, you know, I just, they also, and never forget this, they had a good farm system, and their their free agent spending worked in concert, as he just said. What year did he reference? Did he reference 2013 or 2018? 2018, I think. 2018. And so they had the highest payroll in baseball in 2018. So, like, yeah, they had some young players who were hitting, and they were on cheap contracts, and I don't know if Betts was arbitration eligible yet in 2018, or Bogarts was... Bogarts was already on a second contract, I think, at that point in time, if I'm not mistaken. And so... Yeah, they, that, that hometown deal. Yeah, took, yeah, they had some young players come up, for sure. I'm not telling you the farm system is totally unimportant. Uh, I would use it more as a, a, an asset... Uh, uh, building machine like I would I would trade those prospects to bring in established stars in a market like Boston but I'm not telling you they're worthless and the Red Sox had some young players who they hit on but they also brought in Chris Sale and brought in Craig Kimbrell and like spent in a big big way to supplement what they had they're not doing that now and so that to me is what's so frustrating about it there's been no balance for years there's been no balance and for them to point out Raphael Devers and Trevor Story, one somebody you brought in from the outside, and one the only guy out of three from that 2018 team that of young guys that you decided that you were going to pay over these four years. You let everybody else walk or trade Mookie for basically a bag of baseballs at this point. Like, it's just, I, I don't know how you look at that and you pretend like you're the most responsible, smartest team in baseball because you think you're going to fill out your entire roster with no, the no, prospects. No, 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 spending dump. The, the top, don't you realize this? The top three spending teams in baseball last year didn't even make the playoffs. Don't pay attention to the Texas Rangers who spent like crazy and won the World Series. The spending is dumb. It's stupid to spend. But we promise we're going to do it in the future. Like, we're going to do it. And we're going to spend money on everything else under the sun except this baseball team. You know, another thing that's super frustrating, too, is that if they just get two more starting pitchers, I think this team could be a playoff team. I don't. I do. I absolutely do. If they if they go out there and get Montgomery and they get Snell, <laughs> and those are the two top guys in their rotation with Bayo as the third, yeah. I think that I think that lineup's okay. You okay. know, like I think that they could be a play, or at the Does very least in the playoff. Like they mix. are going to go get 
two of those guys? No, I don't think they're going to get any of those guys, yeah. and that's no! why it's frustrating, because if they just did that, if they went out and spent on two guys, I think that could be a huge turnaround for this roster. Yeah, I do. I fine. believe that. I, I, I don't, but uh, I'm not going to poo-poo them for spending. Look, Blake Snell's not my favorite, but go spend on him. I'll applaud you for that. At least you're spending. Joe's in Rhode Island. Go ahead, Joe. Yes. Yes, Joe. Hey, guys. Hey, girls. Hi, Joe. Hi. So my my thing is that, you know, Sam Kenny touched on 2021 where the place was electric. So the fans in 2021 will will be always be electric when the team is is got a chance to win. However, this this team is now a part of a portfolio and it's not the Red Sox anymore. It's a conglomerate of teams. Yeah, get ready for them to invest in the PGA Tour, as Mego told you earlier this hour. You know, never mind real estate around Fenway Park and everything else. And the Fenway experience, which they continue to invest in, which really just means they're making money off opposing fans. Uh, or, you know, or casual Red Sox fans, not the hardcore fans. I do disagree completely with what he said about 2021. In October of 2021, were people complaining about the commitment? Maybe not. But that whole year, people complained about it. And shortly after that, people complained about it. You needed starting pitching in 2021. They're like, here's Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. And Enjoy. When I, he when can't I, play first base. When I say people, I mean me. And Schwarber is the best move they've made at a deadline in five years. Yeah. And that was, that was uh, I mean, look, I, I'll give them credit for that move. But a lot of people viewed that as, you know, cheaping out at the deadline and not being all in at the deadline. So, no, I've complained about their lack of interest in the ball club for a number of years now. And I think a lot of people are. I think that's disingenuous for Sam Kennedy to say. In the middle of the playoff run, were people bitching about it? Probably not. I'm not sure I was. But this has been, ever since they got rid of Mookie Betts, people have been talking about their lack of commitment. We're also talking about three years ago. <laughs> you know? No, but his point, you get his point. His point is if they're winning, this will go away. I don't think but it'll go away. But you're not winning. Right, and you didn't win. Right, exactly. And what, what is indicating to us right now that you're going to win this right. season? So uh, because you made, what, game six of the ALCS and got smoked by the Astros? That, that's that's the goal now. You're a liar. Okay. So like I said, I brought maybe up, I am. Mega, You're wrong. Mego, you are. Maybe I am. I brought up 2021 the other day. I'm like, why don't we talk about 2021 the same way we talk about Mac Jones and that that year for the Patriots? Like it was just a blip on the radar. And I said people talk about it that way. They talk about them completely differently. Sam Sam Kennedy just talked about it completely differently. Yeah. I than how anybody were, talks I about it. I thought you were like a little bit uh, reaching there in our little conversation, but you're right. They're like they, the Red Sox. Well, the front office, that's their dream up that way. 2021 is now their dream. Okay. Forget winning world series. They used to be consumed. Uh, I think is the word that Chris Curtis used in that interview. It's a perfect word. They used to be consumed by a world series and ending that 86 year drought. Now they're like, let's sneak into the playoffs. Let's have Yankees fans sell out Fenway park in the middle of a playoff series. Let's get to the ALCS. We don't need to win anything. That's the goal. Let's have a Dodger parade. That's freaking electric. That's the business model. It was a who cares if it was Red Sox fans or Yankees fans. Who cares? It was electric, and we're making money either way. Uh, we'll get to your feedback here coming up. What's the future of Alex Cora in Boston? There was an interesting answer tucked in there as well. That's next. From the Rubenstein Law Studios, one eight hundred B O S Legal. This is W E E I. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. You're listening to Jones and Mako on WEEI. Alex Cora is uh, is a fan favorite. He's also an internal favorite um, of our ownership. He's a World Series champion. Um, however, the most important thing uh, in leadership and in management is to have proper chain of command and roles and responsibilities. When we hired Craig Breslow, we sat down with Alex uh, and went through the process and said, look, <clears throat> we are going to bring in a new leader of baseball operations that leader of baseball operations is going to be responsible for addressing your situation, your contract. The manager works for the chief baseball officer. They are off to a great start. They're building a relationship um, around trust. They had a pre-existing relationship. So I'm very optimistic that that relationship um, will continue to to grow and, and lead to a place where uh, Alex is around for a long time, assuming he wants to be and assuming that's what Craig wants, but that is Craig Breslow's decision. Um, that's part of our job and ownership and management uh, is to make sure that we have the proper sort of line of authority and chain of command. Sam Kennedy with Kenny Curtis yesterday here on WEI. Great interview. Very interesting stuff and pretty shameful, I thought, for the Red Sox. Uh, but go ahead and check it out. Use the Rewind feature on the Odyssey app. It's free. It's easy. Get it on your phone. Take it with you wherever you go. Uh, lots of Red Sox talk lately. We're not all Red Sox today. We'll get back into the Patriots, the divisional playoffs, the holdup in Atlanta with Bill Belichick, and our big question of the day, how would you feel about the Patriots bringing back Mac Jones? Because it seems like there's a real chance it happens. Uh, plus, we'll get back to you on the phones. 617-779-7937. Lottie fired up on the Red Sox, and rightfully so. Um, one quick takeaway before I get your thoughts on this, Mego, because I think you're spot on with that comment from Sam Kennedy about Alex Cora and his future. I don't know that Breslow and Cora had much of a previous relationship based on Cora's commentary over it. Like, he barely remembered Breslow when they overlapped here. So I think that's another one of these, are you technically true? Were they on the same team? Was there maybe a loose relationship? Sure, but let's not make it sound like those guys were best buds and, like, really remember one another. Alex Cora shot that down, uh, I don't know, less than a month ago. But what was your big takeaway from that comment from Sam Kennedy, Mego? So I heard that as it's Craig Breslow's decision as to whether or not Alex Cora is back here, assuming Cora wants to be back here. I thought that that was a very tough position to put Craig Breslow in because as the question there from Chris Curtis states, Alex Cora is a fan favorite. He's pretty much the last thing you have held over from your last World Series, and he's so beloved by many of the fans here that he served a suspension for something very bad. Yeah. And then came back a year later and everybody welcomed him back with open arms and they haven't won Diddly Squat since. And he, he's, by the way, the only one who gets cheered at winter weekends. And he's still a fan favorite. Yeah. Incorrect. And now oh, yeah. he's, he's basically walking into a lame duck year with his contract. And it's very strange to see, okay, is he actually going to, is, is he actually going to, want to stay here is he going to go somewhere else does he have the ambitions for the front office was that something that he had ambitions for when Heim Bloom was out of that job and so to put all of what is going to be a massive decision on either end on Craig Breslow who just got here who you're not really propping up to be able to do a whole lot even in the department that he loves which is pitching 
Like, he can't even spend the money, it seems like, right now to execute what he wants to do with the pitching because it doesn't look so much better than it's been the last couple of years. I thought that that was a little dirty. That was a little dirty because then if Alex Cora, if if you can't come to terms with him or the year goes really poorly and he's out the door, you can say, well, that's really Craig Breslow's department. Bingo. We hired him to make these decisions. Bingo. The, right? They laid it out for you right there. I'm Weasel. not saying that's what's going to happen. No. That's how they laid it out. They I'm, laid it out. It's Craig Breslow's I'm telling you decision. it's going to happen. I'm telling you what's going to happen. Your favorite guy, Alex Cora, if he's not any here anymore, that's Craig Breslow's decision. Get ready for it. Here, here's what's going to happen, guaranteed. If they bring Cora back, which I'm skeptical of, beyond this year with his lame duck contract, which they did not shoot down. They weren't like, well, he's actually under contract for longer than that. No, 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 no. They didn't shoot that down. So I'm assuming he's a lame duck. If he's brought back, they'll take full credit, meaning Henry, Werner, Kennedy. They will take full credit. We love Alex. We're bringing Alex back. They will take full credit if he's back. If he's out, they're going to put it all on Breslow. Weasel move. But that's 1,000% what they're doing. And just, it's so funny to me, Arkan, because not to bring it back to the Patriots, but I feel like they overlap so much, these topics. We give the crafts, uh, at least until recently, a lot of benefit of the doubt for not meddling. And like, we're just, we don't trust Red Sox ownership at all. We're like, they're going <laughs> to meddle. They're saying it's Craig Breslow's call, but it's not Craig Breslow's call. We all think it's them. And like, I just, I don't trust any of these teams when they say it. Uh, these ownerships, they all get involved. They all get involved in things like this. And it's ultimately their call on things like this. And I think they're setting up Breslow to be the fall guy on the one popular, quote-unquote, member of the organization. Yeah, and it's so transparent, too, because why did you get stuck with Craig Breslow in the first place? Why did 20 other people all turn the job down? Because they probably wanted to hire their own manager, and you didn't let them because you had Alex Cora is going to have to be here, which is so ridiculous because if you wanted Alex Cora to be here so bad, so much that you would forego Sam Fold and Kim Ang and all these other people that turned down Mike Hayes and everybody else who turned down even an interview with you, then why not extend them? You clearly made a commitment to them, so what, it's just going to be for one year, yep. and you're bringing in the GM, or not GM, yeah. Yeah, I'm president of baseball ops, who's the only one who would take the job because no one else wanted to be stuck with a manager that they weren't into. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It, well, it does. Sense. From, it does. <laughs> sense. It doesn't make any sense. Look what you're doing to our guy. <laughs> you're tearing him apart. Doesn't make any sense. So when it comes to, it does make sense from their spending perspective. They're cutting payroll. You think they're going to pay two managers? No. Okay. So like on that level, it makes sense. I don't like it. I don't agree with it. It doesn't sound very committed. I know that makes me a liar, Sam Kennedy. But they're cutting payroll, and they're not going to pay two managers. Simple as that. Jim's in Carlisle. Go ahead, Jim. Hi. I, actually, I didn't come in the previous segment, but I can say it. I think you're yeah, right. Jim. Setting up. Okay, sorry. You cleared up a little bit. It was a little uh, uh, spotty there to start, but go ahead. Well, I apologize. Um, I think they're setting these two guys up, too, because they're, they're not going to spend the money. They're not at all committed to winning right now. I, some of the things that Werner said seem so disingenuous. I hope I can make the points quickly that the Padres and the Yankees paid for guys who didn't sit. That's why they didn't win. Didn't sit? I don't understand. Didn't fit. Didn't fit. It was I'm hard sorry. because I think that was our first call from the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, it was not not the greatest uh, phone connection, but call back anytime. How about Eric in the car? Go ahead. A couple of things. Uh, real, I'll make it real quick. First of all, this, this reminds me of Geppetto and Puppet Strings Pinocchio. Every time they open their mouth, their nose gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. You can't believe anything they say anymore. That's 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 going across the board. I was listening to a uh, 
Breslow was down uh, the winter meeting, so they say to him, he comes on, he says, we're going to have lots of multiple pots and pans in the kitchen. We're going to turn over every rock. We're going to go down every rabbit hole. You know what's happened? He went to go buy a lot of syrup, pots and pans. They sent him the coals. He went to flip the rock over. Red ants bit his arm. He went down the rabbit hole, and a rattlesnake bit him. So, Eric, I think they're all there's a little bit of uh, some bad stuff happening to him. It's not great. There, there's a little bit of culture shock going on across the board. It's like we're going to be full throttle. Tom Warner thought they were going to be full throttle. The more I think about this, the more this is what I think happened. I think John Henry was like, "We're in." We're in on Yamamoto. We have a real chance to get him. So Warner gets the green light. We're full throttle. That also applies to my own life. Then, then, what they thought was going to cost them $200 million, all of a sudden cost 300 300 plus million. What did he end at? 320 350 And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was full throttle up to $200 million. Maybe 250 I'm not spending $300 million plus. And so now Tom Warner has to walk it back. And now they got to tell Craig Breslow, uh, yeah, you know what? What you thought we were going to do, we're not doing because we're not extending ourselves on that number. So Craig Breslow, when he's asked about it, Arkham, by Pete Abraham, uh, and ownership's commitment has to go, yeah, good question, because it changed on him and it changed on Warner. And Henry, I think, is where it all starts. It's where it all starts. And at least, at least, I don't think Tom Warner helped himself. I don't think Sam Kennedy helped himself this weekend at all. I don't think the Red Sox helped themselves. At least they were there. Yeah, they showed up. At least they were there, unlike John Henry. No, and it's just it's it's so frustrating because if that's what was communicated behind the scenes, which is why we got the full throttle, which is why Craig Breslow thought that he was going to have more bandwidth to do stuff, like it just shows you that then John Henry has remained out of touch with the market for these high-end guys, these actual stars, for several years now. And there's no movement there. There's no coming to terms with this is how much this guy's going to cost. Once it goes over a certain threshold, they're going to be disciplined is what they told you. It's a good point by Ryan in the uh, Slack channel. He says that's why they wanted to get into hockey. Superstars there cost 8 or $9 million, and that's where FSG is comfortable now. And it's locked, and it's a hard cap, and you don't have to spend in the luxury tax and all these other things. Never mind their investment. But okay, COVID hit. Sorry, that sucks for your business. I got it. Sucked for a lot of people's businesses. How'd you find money in the couch cushions for the Penguins? And you're getting involved in the PGA Tour? And you're building up the area around Fenway Park? Don't tell me the business of baseball is hurting and you don't have money. You have money. You're spending it everywhere else except on this baseball team. 617-779-7937. We'll continue with your feedback coming up. You want to complain? Vent about the Red Sox, please. By all means, we'll continue to do it. We'll get back to the Patriots, though. And my real fear, my real fear, while I'm watching the Chiefs become the old Patriots in the AFC title game again, Mahomes, just a lock. You can't count them out this time of year. The Patriots may actually be bringing back Mac Jones. Let's get to it with your phone calls next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.